Hey everybody, my name's Chris Warren. My name is Matt Lopes. Welcome to the You Should Be Worried podcast. You guys having a fucking good day? I'm having a good fucking day. Chris, I, I walked out this morning. I I, I, sh- I woke up. I was like, mm, I showered. I walked out of my front door, right? And as soon as I opened the front door, like the sun came out from behind the clouds. Mm-hmm. And I got hit with this like beautiful like beam of sunlight. That's beautiful. And I was just looking at it. And the first thing I thought was, my eyes! My fucking eyes! Ow! That's nice. That's beautiful, Matt. I what I did this morning is I uh, I woke up at exactly uh, like nine fifty five, yeah. and I was like, "Oh shit, I gotta leave in like five minutes to make the podcast." Uh-huh. And I uh, I rolled out of bed and I put in a zin, and then I drank my ghost uh, sour warhead sour watermelon. <laughs> Sponsored. <laughs> Sponsored. And then I uh, I dry heaved about five times because that's mm-hmm. a lot to put in your body in the first three minutes of being awake. Yeah. And I went, it's fucking go time, baby. I looked in the mirror. I shadow boxed a little bit. I said, your dad was right. You're a fucking pussy. <laughs> and then I got in I got in my Hyundai and drove here. If you want to know what gets Chris so amped um, to do his, like, really passionate rants, you just pick up your, yourself a bottle of, uh, of, of ghost... Fucking sour yeah. candies, I'll, energy drink. I'll be honest, little this they don't pay us, but they they really should. Uh, I th- if you want to, so I can't do drugs anymore, as everyone knows. I'm a sober guy. Uh, the closest I can get to like that amazing euphoric feeling you get of like those those first couple lines of cocaine, yeah. you know, before your body starts getting a tolerance for the night, mm-hmm. like those first couple lines in the first hour of doing cocaine. Uh, the closest I can get is a ghost energy drink. Uh, with its 200 milligrams of caffeine and then a Zin. You put those together in quick succession, like within five minutes of each other, and ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. You're like Zin, a halfway to a line of cocaine. You feel pretty good. Zin should be fucking not allowed for what you do. Zin is it, crazy. It should it should not be allowed, and you should not still be considered sober. Well, I, I started feeling like a burning on the right side of my mouth because that's where I usually pack it on the upper right lip. Like and I started part burning a hole and shit. Yeah, like it's starting to get tender and bleeding. No, so I just no, no. so I just I just started putting it on the left side. You know, you only get one gum in your life. You know that, right? You only get one gum, dude. I think about this sometimes. Uh, when I was like probably fourteen. My brothers were, like, heavily into dipping, like, long cut. And I remember my brother made me dip because he wanted me. Like, that's how I got high for the first time. They wanted me. (laughs) They made you dip? How old were you? They were like, I just want to see Ben get a head rush so bad. Like, this will be funny for us. I was 14. 14 is so. I want to see my nine-year-old brother throw up. (laughs) Dude, I I got my first head rush. And, like, was in love with this stuff, dude. Me and my boy Derek would ride our bicycles (laughs) to Conklin Field, pack lips, leave it in there for, like, 30 seconds (laughs) until it, like, like hit. And then we'd try to ride our bikes home. And it was the best feeling Ben's older brother is like, Ben, I think you got to stop with the fucking... Dude, I used to have a straight-up cut. Dragging Ben away from the can. I used to have a literal, like, slit in my gum. Yeah. I used to ask my brother, like, what the fuck is that about? And he'd be like, dude, you don't know, like, the dip has, like, fiberglass in it. Yes. Yeah, like, I was good like, for you. Gets in the bloodstream quicker. What? <laughs> what, dude? I thought this shit was candy, dude. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, our stepdad does it when he coaches. Fiberglass. Glass yeah. that makes you shit. The, the first, uh, the... F- yeah. Uh, the first uh, time I did nicotine, I was like 19 because I was not like, you know, I was a late bloomer when it uh-huh. came to drugs, which we saw that turned out. Uh, but so I, we were smoking weed mm-hmm. and uh, my friend's like, you know, like bongs are sold in stores is like for tobacco use only. Like, you think that actually works? 
And I was like, yo, bro, let's give it a try. And so we got, like, pipe tobacco from his, like, dad's cabinet or whatever. Like, that, uh, you know, like, pipe tobacco is, like, kind of almost wet and has, like, a weird, uh, like, mangoes flavors and shit in it. And we each packed a bowl. Oh, and you guys just ripped a bowls? And I ripped a a pipe tobacco, inhaled the whole thing, held it, breathed out, and immediately threw threw up and fainted. And that was my first. Is it than a cigarette? Yeah, it's a lot heavier. You're not supposed to inhale pipe tobacco. You're supposed to puff it in your mouth and spit You're not it out. supposed to inhale it. And it's then, like a cigar. And then you're bong ripping it. Yeah. So I threw up and passed out, and that was my first intro to nicotine, and I was like, I'm in love. I'm going <laughs> to chase this feeling for the How rest of my life. you all of that bong smoke in your mouth and not... And not like inhale any yeah, of with it. the with the tobacco. It's my my roommate would put me onto T-Bowls. They're actually, dude, you'll. Is that what they're called? Yeah, they're called T-Bowls. There's yeah. a word for everything. It, it feels like <laughs> you just did 15 nuts. whippets at once, bro. <laughs> you get so dizzy, yeah. and he would start every like before an 8:30 class. This kid would just, just pure tobacco out the window. Yeah, yeah, dude, those are fucking wild. Oh shit! And they sting like crazy. Yeah, because you're not supposed good. to inhale that much tobacco at once. Yeah, it's not good. So that's what I, I used to do when we, and then later on in life, like, you know, about six months later when like the town would be dry, like we couldn't find weed, uh, we would just do that. We would just sit in a, a garage in the winter um, playing, uh, what's it called, uh, Just Cause 2 on the, on a old projection TV yeah. on a moldy couch and rip fucking uh, pipe tobacco out of a bong. You ever play there. Secret Hitler? That game doesn't really end well for my people, usually. <laughs> but do you we know like to know it? who Hitler is do you and know really about oppose it? him. Have you ever no, heard? is that like Mafia? It's just like Mafia. Okay, I yeah, I played Mafia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like that would be a, the kind of games that you play with your friends I, back in high school. No, no. I we used were, to play, play Secret Hitler all the time in college. Me, me and my friends were uh, very much that... Uh, I regret this mindset because I feel like it kept me out of a lot of things I could have enjoyed, but uh-huh. it was the mindset that like everything fun is gay and people <laughs> who are happy and have fun are dumb and gay. Yeah, and yeah. We're, we're smart, so everything's... Life's sh- about being sucks. sad. Yeah, we're so... <laughs> yeah, we're, me and my friends were like, we're so smart... Yeah. That uh, we should never be happy or have fun a day in our life because that's how fucking smart we are. Yeah. And I was like, why did I have that attitude? One hundred percent. Like I ruined my entire like high char- school you guys are college all experience. Xavier, yeah. all of you. Yeah. Like, mm, I know too much. <laughs> yeah, like my friend, uh, like my my friend got like uh, a girlfriend and and started like picking up hobbies like painting and was like yeah. being self actualized and we're like. We got to stop hanging out with this guy. <laughs> Tim, this guy's having too much fun. Yeah, Tim's getting a little self-actualized. He sounds like he's he's entering the Matrix again, dude. dude. He doesn't know that everything sucks except for saying. rye liquor. People think being depressed is cool. Yeah, no, know? it really... I fell for that, dude. I yeah. really had this mindset in my uh, late teens and early 20s. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and even for a long time, like, I had this mindset that, like, the tortured artist was the peak of being alive, and you should almost, like, manufacture that. Like, if your life wasn't bad enough, you should try to make it worse because then you were, like, Van Gogh or whatever. How do you feel about the tortured artist now? Do you consider, like, us or no, not at all? Before you guys continue, that just reminds me of a very innocent boy, this kid I met in college who was in my comedy club. He actually, we started the comedy club together. He was, like, fresh off the boat from Pakistan, this kid. He was awesome. And, dude, he loved comedy. Like, Like, a lot of the comics in the scene, like, low-key would find him annoying at times, but it was just, like, dude, pure love of the game. This kid would have done any amount of time for Is, is he still free. doing comedy? Yeah. We got to get him out he's here out in Connecticut. Bo- he's out in Boston, dude. He, <laughs> oh, he, my dude. We got a oh, road no. trip. Let's go visit him. I know. We should. He got an engineering job out there. And, uh, no, he no longer does comedy. 
No, he still does comedy. Oh, he still does. Oh, fire. Good. What you gonna call it? Um, literally, he's like two months in. He's like, yo, I'm just like, like genuinely worried. We're driving to a mic in Michigan. He's like, dude, I just think like, you know, I'm doing comedy now. Like, I'm worried. I'm just gonna like get depressed and stuff. And I'm like, no, dog. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> and he was like, oh, sweet. Like, like, you being a comedian thought. doesn't mean you're going to be yeah, sad. Just a lot of depressed people <laughs> gravitate, which is ironic because it's the happiest, fun, light right, thing. And right, then we're right, like. Right. Dude, yeah. I I think hecklers are the worst. I like I love com- I love the act of doing comedy so much. This past weekend, I had a heckler, and it was just like in the moment of me doing what I love, something's not going right, no. and therefore it's my least favorite thing in the entire well, world. The, the at that worst, moment. the worst hecklers are because like when you're doing good and you zing them, it almost makes the set better. Like yeah. when the audience is on your side and they say yeah. something stupid, everyone's like, "Whoa!" gets on your side when you roast. The worst is when you're bombing and you know you're bombing, and then someone heckles you with like a good one, yeah. and you don't because you're already stressed because you're I've bombing, never had that. and you I'm fumble. So it's lucky. like, but, "You dumb bitch!" And then everyone's like, <laughs> yeah. the audience is like, "Oh, come on, man!" You're like, "Fuck!" He's making it worse. <laughs> also, I love that low-key flex. You're like, I mean, that's never happened to me, but that's I, crazy. Dude, You've been I've, through that. Well, I, I've bombed. Of course, I've bombed, but I've never had a heckler on top of a bomb. Open mics, sure. You'll get like one or like one or two people my, but like on a show. Nah, my nah, favorite bomb I've ever had in my entire life yeah. was like I was maybe a year and a half into comedy. So it was mm-hmm. like earlier on, I was still figuring things out. And I did this show at... Uh, Stand up Harlem. Okay. Have you ever done that room? It's, it's a really cool room. Love that place. Yeah. But it was like my second or third time going there. And I was like, not only was I the only white person on the show, mm-hmm. I was the only white person in the entire building. Oh, shit. So I, I, the staff was not white. No, like literally. <laughs> like, so, 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 which is, you know, whatever. And I show up and I, it's winter. So I'm wearing like a long trench coat. Like, yeah. I used to have that. And I was bombing. It was like, I was just for fucking seven minutes, I was bombing. It was not mm-hmm. going well. And uh, then I had this joke that at the time was like, I don't even remember what it was, but it was like the joke. Oh, this always works. This is going to save it. And I hit the punchline and I paused like, eh? Eh? Like waiting for the applause, like waiting for the applause break. Because it's like obviously such a perfect joke. Um, and, And silence. And this old black woman in the back just yells, Y'all better start laughing, or he might start shooting with whatever's under that coat. No, no. And everyone bursts out laughing, <laughs> and a bunch of people, are, and a bunch of people, they are just like, "Hey, Fuck. hey, yo, Columbine, hey, yo, Columbine, <laughs> and every, you Columbine. Columbine!" And everyone starts fucking <laughs> laughing so much, and I just go, "Man, what was your name?" She's like, "Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to ruin the show. You do, you do, you keep doing your <laughs> she thing." Won't tell she was you her being, name. she was being nice, <laughs> like scared. she felt, she felt bad that she had hit me so hard, yeah. and I was like. No, no, it's fine. She told me your name. I was like, you know what? Give it up for her. She just saved my set. I was bombing, and uh-huh. that got the biggest laugh of the night, and I just cut three minutes early. I was Whoa. like, thank you. Nothing's going to top that. Good night. And Fuck. it was my favorite heckle on earth. And she, When that happens, do you walk out of there being like, I did I did well? <laughs> no. No, like I knew. I, here's the thing. I like Obviously, I bombed. There's no yeah. way to defend. Like I didn't get a single laugh the whole night, but... That experience was so much fun uh-huh. of of like just of just getting roasted so hard and like <laughs> having the audience call me Columbine uh-huh. for the next like Dude, minute. It's, it's that that it was just kind of like honestly one of those things where it's like that was so bad it was honestly funny. Like this is gonna be a treasured memory someday. Yeah. yeah and the yeah. woman was so sweet. She's an old woman, probably like in her sixties, seventies. She comes off and was like, "Oh, baby, I'm sorry, me and Rue, you were doing your thing. I was just here." And I was like, "Ma'am, no need. That was the funniest thing that's ever happened. Yeah, to me. Yeah, no yeah. need to apologize. Dude, like, was, y'all better start laughing, or he's gonna start shooting." <laughs> it was so good, dude. It was so good. 
So, if, if ma'am, if you're, I, I believe her name was Grace. Grace, if you're still out there, thank you for giving me a, a wonderful so memory good. of an. Because if that hadn't happened, it just would have been me bombing yeah. and just being upset I bombed. So at least, <laughs> so at least there was like some positive that came out of the bomb, you know? Yeah, that's so good. The um tortured, going back to whatever this fucking tortured artist thing is. You're saying like Picasso and like Mozart, like those are tortured artists. Yeah. Do you yeah. think are there are there any uh, tortured artists that you think are currently alive right now? Or do you think a lot of people are tortured artists? I think a lot of people, um, or at least... Because the thing is, like, it kind of becomes, like, fetishized, mm-hmm. especially now in our society. Um, yeah. Like, we were talking about, like, being being depressed and thinking everything sucks mm-hmm. and being, like, too cool for fun or happiness is, yeah. like, in now. Yeah. It has been for a little bit. So I think uh, also a lot of times people, like, artificially in their mind make mm-hmm. their situation worse than it really is because they're like fetishizing that like i'm so tortured as you have no idea it's so i'm so deep and dark yeah it's because i'm a real artist i'm a real artist that guy that that uh you know is having fun up there he doesn't even know dude he's a stooge (laughs) like you know (laughs) and i really used to be like that for a long time and and then one day i just woke up and was like you know thinking that being happy and having fun is 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 like lame is a really dumb self-destructive mindset to have yeah for sure like, who am I doing this for? I'm just ruining my own life by talking myself out of... Like, good things would happen to me, and I would talk myself out of why they're not really that good things, or, yeah. like, something bad is obviously going to happen now to ruin this, or in the grand scheme of things, none of it matters. Like, I would talk myself out of having good moments for years. It's dumb. But it's also, like, if you're having, like... If you're... If you have that mentality, like, well, some of it's going to bleed through in your personality a little bit, you know? And if that's who you are either on stage or off stage, hanging out with other comics that don't feel that way, isn't that also going to kind of, like, hurt you, like, networking-wise, like, possibly, or no? It, I mean, it could, I guess. It's like, I don't, like... We're also in a weird scene where it's like, we'll hang out with anybody no matter if they're depressed or not. Like, comics are pretty down to hang out well, with I just like, anybody who's also a comic. I just like people. Yeah. You know, I find people very interesting, mm-hmm. and especially people on the extremes of their behavior, whatever that is. Yeah. I just, like, find it fascinating. Yeah. You know? So it's like, I don't know. Last night I was, <laughs> I, I was, sh- I, I shat so much last night. All right. I'm, I'm going to veto this Sorry, next segment. Please, I'm just going to veto this next segment. No, nah, we're going to, can we get a, so Chris, it's all lit up Chris, right here. Can we, can we cut Chris, I swear to God, Matt's you're going to love this. Please. You're going to love this. Please. Right. You're going to absolutely love this. All right. So we're, we're at the, we're at the comedy venue and I have to go, I have to use the restroom. And uh, I walk into this restroom, and there's, it's a very small restroom. There's no lock on the door, on the main door. Um, there's two stalls next to each other. Both the stalls are, like, this big. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm trapped in this thing. And I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go pee, right? Just going to go pee. But I had fucking, I just had, we just went to a sushi place, and I had, like, tonkatsu. And, like, so my shit's, like, starting to run. And uh, this is at Mamoon's. You're shitting. No, this is at the at the venue. So don't oh, they me. had you didn't go into the nice bathroom. I did later. Oh my god! I didn't know it was an option. Okay. I went upstairs where all the normal people go, <laughs> and um, I went I went into the stall, and there's no lock on the stall either. So, I was, but it like thankfully it was right here, like right past my knees. So like I could just like keep it closed with my hand and uh, I'm taking everything off. I take my, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to pee and I'm like, Oh shit, shit's coming out of my ass right now. So uh, I turn around and I sit down and I'm still tr- having have to pee, but I'm doing a really good job of holding it. And I take off my shorts and I take off my underwear and I, I hang it on the little hook 
and this stuff. And, I, and then I, and I take off my hoodie and I hang it up on top of that, on top of that. And uh, I'm shitting and, <laughs> and peeing at the same time. And um, so that's all going well, right? Uh, everything's done. Uh, I'm cleaning up the pee on the ground. There's a little bit of pee on the ground. And, <laughs> and I'm putting my shoes back on. How is my bathroom ever clean, bro? How is my... <laughs> and I'm putting my shoes back on. I think that's so funny to say. And you're like, your shoes are off in a public restroom. Yeah. And um, there's a guy coming in next to me. And he's just like peeing and he leaves. I don't and I get up, I'm wiping my ass. I'm not doing a great job at it because I don't have a lot of room to work with. And I'm putting my clothes back on and I look back at the seat and I shat a little bit on the seat. There's a little bit of, a little bit of poop on the seat. And you're like, Matt, how the fuck do you shit on the toilet seat? And I'm like, I know. <laughs> how, how, I don't know how that happens. The I think my shit was so explosive that some of it just... <laughs> That some of it got on the seat. I didn't want to bring this up on the podcast. It's not even a punchline to that. So you just described the shit. Real talk. No, how I, did I you get the like fucking you... shit on the? T- the no, we don't have to. We don't have to. See, I don't even know why. Because most of it obviously went in the. Board. You weren't already sitting so I was down. Like, how the fuck did you begin shitting before you started sitting down? Like no, you have a problem, dude. You have a bowel problem. I really don't understand. And then Darius Darius went to the bathroom like later in the night. And then when he came back down, I saw your crime scene. I was like, I was like, did you see the shit? You didn't clean it? You You didn't clean it? Dude, that was a nice photography studio. (laughs) What is your fucking problem? I was like, I've never shat in a toilet seat before, so I was scared and I didn't clean it. You know, some girl who like (laughs) lives in Adobe Lightroom is gonna go to work. And be like, my bathroom is decimated. You know, there are times you in my should... life where I think, like, you know, I, I could have gone to grad school for history. Like, that was at one point uh, a path I was going to take. But I chose comedy. And this is one of those points where I realized I might have made the wrong decision. I might have. You could have written a dissertation on 150 books. Yeah. Even the books I love. I, d- I don't remember every single thing that I read in those books. You're reading 150 books. You're going to come out with h- how much how much information are you actually going to come out with? Yeah, Matt read all of Percy Jackson, still doesn't know who the lightning thief was. <laughs> it was Zeus. No. You like that one, Matt? No, no, no. It was, it was Percy. <laughs> they accused him of stealing the lightning. Matt read the biggest book of his life for middle schoolers <laughs> and still doesn't know who the main character is. <laughs> It was Kratos, the god of war. <laughs> Yo, Kratos is in the later books of the fucking Percy Jackson. That's great. No, it's funny. That's funny. That's Matt's dumb. So funny. Chris, you know, I think I think we're I don't know, uh, hold on. You don't get to stand on this you're the victim after a half hour description of you taking a shit. Okay, you don't get to then play the intellectual high ground after that. Yeah, there's got to be an in, there's got to be like an inverse graph of like how many how much shit you leave on the toilet seat versus how much you can obtain reading books. Yeah. Uh, and I think you're just way much, up in much, the top left corner. Much <laughs> left. Much like dairy, no books, book knowledge runs bullshit. right through Matt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
Very good. Applause. No, actually, we have a button for it. You don't actually have to fucking clap. My uh, last I, night we were at the sushi place. Right now we're at the. Right now we're at the, that. You're right. That is a very much more natural you, you <laughs> clapping. I, I just play the automated sound every time <laughs> instead of enjoying yourself. We went to. Um, <coughs> I'm going to throw up. Dude, good thing you don't have fucking headphones oh. on, bro. Good thing you don't have fucking headphones on. <laughs> what? Man, I just want you to know that you make me fucking sick. Man, and I just want to be clear. You wonder why people blame farts on you. In a, in a group of people why after did, what you, you just fucking that? did. Why did you say that? I make I make you sick? You just held out mucus on your tongue like it was a tab of acid. I was showing acid. the camera. You didn't have to look. We're, I was showing them We're mid-conversation. <laughs> like, why are you looking at my mucus? You didn't have to say it like that. <laughs> I'm playing the victim again. No. Oh, my God, dude. Holy shit. <laughs> we're, we're, at this, we're at the sushi place last night, and uh, I'm ordering my tonkatsu because I can't eat anything else there. Okay, yeah. And um, the guy brings us our drinks. And I'm like, oh, would you be able to get me sriracha too? Could you bring over some sriracha? It was the only thing requested. Reasonable at our request, table. yeah. Reasonable the only request. Thing, yeah. The only thing that was requested at our, from our table, right? There's nobody else in this restaurant. It's just us. And the guy goes, "Yeah, sure thing," and he smiles. Okay. I'm, I'm like, okay, it's registered. He walks away, and I never get my sriracha. <laughs> never. And my tenkatsu arrives, and I was like, hey, I asked for sriracha. Uh, can I also get a napkin as well? He brings me one napkin. I guess I asked for one napkin, but like, come on, it's he looked at you and was like, "This guy only needs one napkin. He's gonna be a clean eater." I had to, I took off my hoodie and I got. Did like, you get fully naked at the, the time <laughs> took that suit, just sitting there? You hang your shoes up on the hook and you're like, it's, "I'm ready." It's so funny. <laughs> hang my fucking. <laughs> can I please instead of chopsticks? Can I just get a funnel? I'm just gonna need a funnel for this. That's so good, dude. Well, he was uh, no, like I, I, I took off my hoodie and on my shirt that I was wearing under it, like I was eating the tenkatsu and it was just all, all the liquid was getting fucking, right. He was falling right here, and I was eating with like with fucking chopsticks and shit. And then, and then my friend was like, you know, you can hold the bowl closer to your, to your, like face. And I was like, I didn't think that that was, like, a possibility. Like they're not gonna. Like, they're not going to think weird of me if I pick up my bowl and eat it like this. Yeah, because as opposed to you just spilling noodles and ramen all over yourself at the I table. I get that. That's but, like, that's, like, so... That I love that. If, if I can do that, I'll do that forever. I haven't been doing it the whole time because I always assumed that it was, like, not customary to pick up the bowl from the table. Because, like, I've had people get mad at me for, like, picking up my cereal bowl, like, in the, like when we're at a whatever, like, when we're either eating breakfast or whatever. Like, leave the bowl on the table. Don't fucking, don't eat like yeah, this. you can eat like that. I assume you could also. But, like, I don't know how other people act. So, at this place, I'm, like, I'm using chopsticks and I'm bringing it from the bowl down here to my mouth. And it's spilling all over the fucking place. But now that I know you can fucking pick up the bowl, that's all I'm going to do now. Yeah, now I don't even have to get naked at the table to eat. I don't have to, to get eat. naked at the table. <laughs> ben, you ever get naked at the table? Yeah, fire. Eating naked is empowering. I've not, I, I, don't I, think I've I do that all the time at home. Oh, I will eat naked. 
at, at yeah, when I'll I just get turn home the, at the heat up high uh-huh. in my apartment so it's like nice and warm in the yeah. winter, and I'll just be fully naked with like a pair of slippers on. <laughs> yeah, just fucking Fire. eating shit out of the microwave. Fire, I don't dude. give a, I don't care. I'll, I'll I'll strip down to just my boxers. And I'll, I'll go home after a long day and I'll put on the PlayStation. I'll be like, Ben, we have it on Fort. And then I'll eat like a chocolate bar in my boxers playing Fortnite. Like Augustus Gloop. I don't know who that is. Is Augustus Gloop a fucking fat fictional character? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's the little German boy in uh, Willy Wonka that kept, <laughs> kept drinking out of the chocolate God river until he dude. fell in and got stuck in the That's pipe. That's me, Augustus Goop. Oh. That's a good name. Goop. That's good. The goop. Such is life. Such is life. How's the new car? Good? The car's good. Whipping around. It's nice. I get, uh, you know, I don't know. There's not really much to say. I haven't, haven't masturbated in it yet. So that's, you know. That's great. We're trying to keep it a masturbation free zone. Oh, good. I really, yeah. I want to know when you break that. I'm also at the point <laughs> like where. While it's happening. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take a break from I'm watching at the point porn you're watching. With masturbation and porn. Mm-hmm. I've been doing it so heavy for so many years that it's like, I don't even want to anymore. Yeah. It like makes me depressed. It's like, I don't even. Yo, me and all my boys, AKA me and my two boys, mm-hmm. uh, we're on some not nutting cause it makes you stronger shit. And it Semen does. retention. It does make it you does, stronger. Bro. You found that it's made you stronger. Dude, I'd be ripping my workouts cause I'm just so fucking sexually aggravated. It's true. That is a real thing. Yeah. Oh. I'd be out here crushing stages, crushing weights. Crushing See, no I pussy. Just, I, <laughs> I, I just do semen retention yeah. um, so that I can write. <laughs> I do semen retention so that I can write more racist jokes. <laughs> I just I just don't nut, and then I'm like, what are black people up to? And then I get, then I get my notebook out, and that's, you know. That's great. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for watching this week's episode of You Should Be Worried. Uh, my name is Matt Lopes. You can find me on most social media at MattyFucko um, for right now. And then uh, you, I don't know, check out my dates or DM me if you're interested in coming to watch some stand-up. Uh, follow In The Making ITM at, uh, on all social media platforms. We have really good sketches coming out. It's a really fun time. And uh, Chris? Yeah, guys, you can follow me at Chris Warren Comedy on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, I got all my show dates, all that on uh, TikTok. I mean, Instagram. It's all up there. Just go follow them both. <laughs> go follow them both. Yeah, yeah. Um, DM me. I get lonely. I'll talk to you probably. Um, Fire. And then, uh, oh, also, don't forget to follow this podcast on Instagram and TikTok. At You Should Be Worried Pod. You yes. Should Be Worried Pod. And yes, uh, like, comment, subscribe on the YouTube. Yeah, and, show some uh, love. If, you, if you know, you've been watching this shit, fucking love us. We love you. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, guys, it's it's been a pleasure. It has. And uh, thank you for watching. And we'll fucking see you uh, next week.